This is an Ion Annapolis bonus podcast. We're here in the, I think it's called a YouTube studio at Rego Productions at nine or 11. We're not quite sure of the address. Actually, I think it's both of them. <laughs> it's at both. Lincoln Court, right off of Chinkapin Round Road. And we're in this great little room, which is uh, used for a YouTube studio. It is. And we're sitting here with Lisa Sabrowski, who is now known as Lisa Lutz, I understand. Congratulations yes, on the you. wedding. Thank you. And you are the brainchild or the demented person that came up with the <laughs> yes. idea, one of the two, depending Ask on who you... Ask my husband, I'd be demented, yes. <laughs> <laughs> of an initiative that is going now on, what, three years? This is our third year. Called Hashtag Just One Sweater. That's all big one string. Yes. And... It is, I would say it's a nonprofit, but it's not a nonprofit yet. Not yet. But it's a great initiative. It's a community give back to those in need right here in our community. And there is, as COVID has shown us, there is such a need for any number of things, whether it be food or housing or clothing or just jobs or anything like that. So let's talk a little bit about just one sweater. Okay. Thanks, John. So yes, I'm the brainchild and the demented one. Um, little history on how this started. I was working in Kalamazoo, Michigan with a homeless shelter there and met a young gentleman, Samuel, who started when he was 10. And at this point he was 15. You think he's now 17, who started collecting new blankets for the homeless. And Kalamazoo is one of the worst places you want to be homeless. It's freezing cold in the winter. No, no. And when you talk, anyone talks about Michigan, I have to put my hand <laughs> up and put my thumb up and okay. go upper peninsula or lower no, peninsula? No, it's the mainland of, of okay. uh, yes, towards the lake. So but it's still damn cold. It's freezing cold, <laughs> freezing cold. And it, it's the kind of cold that makes your teeth freeze. And so I met Samuel and his mom, and I was really super impressed with what this kid was doing. And I came home, sat down on the couch, talked to Jim, my husband, and said, you know, there's got to be something that we can do around here. And I said, I don't care if it's just one sweater. And I was like, wait, that's it. Just one sweater. So that's where the concept came from. First year, we're like, okay, we'll put it out there. Just one sweater. And we'll collect here at the house and see what happens. Well, we collected... I think it was over 500 sweaters. Oh I thought, word. okay, we're, we've got some traction here. Um, we sorted, we delivered. Um, the, the idea and the goal here, John, is that we collect the sweaters, hoodies, fleece, and they're gently used um, or cleaned, preferably new, if possible, right, sure. right? The idea is that we give those that we are giving to the opportunity to look through and shop. So the first year we set up at the Lighthouse Shelter uh, during a community lunch and we had big tables set up, men's, women's, children's. And it was wonderful. It was so heartwarming. They were so excited. And seriously, these are people that are living, could be on the streets, could be in a tent, under the bridge, who knows, uh, families that just don't have anything. Thing. And it was, it was very heartwarming. So I said, you know what, we're going to do this again. Fast forward last winter, COVID. That's round two dementia. Yeah. Round, round two, two demented. demented. Yes. <laughs> round two demented. My husband's like, are you sure you want to do this? I said, well, what else are we going to do? It's COVID. Okay. You know, we're COVID honeymoon. <laughs> it's like, mm -hmm. we're going to do something. And we ended up it just, it, it exploded. We had, I think, over 30 places uh, collecting last year. We collected over 8,000 sweaters. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Back up. How many? 8,000. Eight, you went from about 500, 500 to 8,000. To 8,000. So 
Talk about a logistics nightmare. Oh, wow. I ended up having to rent a storage unit because like you said, I'm not a 501c3. Uh, my brother is saying he's the attorney, smart one in the family. He said, let's do this for a couple of years and then decide if you really, truly want to continue it and turn it into an L, you know, a, a 501c3. Mm-hmm. So 8,000 sweaters, COVID, and we couldn't have people come and look through, right? So I'm thinking this is going to be a logistic nightmare. Fortunately, Christy Needhart took me up to Walk the Walk Foundation, showed me how they do their, you know, the whole process, distribution distribution and and collection and sorting. Sorting is a huge issue. Bumper Moyer at Pitt Moyer, um, the rec center was gracious enough to let us sort. We took up an entire basketball court and um, we had uh, family members, volunteers coming in. College hunks helped and donated a truck and some help some big guys called chunks uh, to move bonus from for you. Yes, bonus, <laughs> uh, from my storage unit to Pitt Moyer and then help me distribute. So we distributed to um, feed Anne Arundel and all the organizations in town, Asbury Methodist heritage, Eastport Methodist church, all the places that were doing food pantries and giveaway. The problem was because of COVID. And at the time, nobody knew if COVID stuck to material. We literally, um, individually bagged and sorted and labeled the bags and sprayed them down with this stuff called GarmaGuard that I had seen on Shark Tank that was developed by a fireman and a nurse that supposedly killed germs. So that was last year. And I was like, I don't know, can we do this again? Well, everybody started asking me in September, hey, when's Just One Sweater going to start? I was like, oh yeah, we need to get that started. So apparently it's caught on. It's caught on. It's crazy. So right now we have about 20 drop-off locations in Anne Arundel County. We have branched out. Last year, we also did Howard County. Uh, the Howard County Board of Realtors partnered with us. And all everything they collected went to a program that helps uh, incarcerated uh, prisoners who are just getting out of jail to have warm sweaters and coats. And then somebody in Michigan is doing it for me and also uh, Pennsylvania. So, I mean, obviously the goal would be to do it wherever it's cold across the country would be amazing. But right now we're focused on this winter. You know, I my mind is a little bit blown. <laughs> and, and I guess this is my ignorance in not realizing the need Mm. That we have here. When you say now, you collected eight thousand sweaters. Did were they or in hoodies and mm-hmm. fleeces, fleeces and and different things like that? But were they all distributed? Oh yeah, I didn't have anything left. Yeah. So so what happened was we would uh, go every time there was a pantry. We had volunteers help to distribute. So we would leave. So somebody's coming to pick up food. They can yes, also pick they up can a pick up sweaters. Or or yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Wow. So we gave out uh, twenty five hundred. Rotary helped me, and Christy Needhart helped at Tyler Heights, and we gave out twenty five hundred in one day. So that helped a lot. And then we were in Annapolis Gardens, Bay Ridge Gardens, um, all of the food pantries. I mean, it just, it was, it was a lot last year. Um, this year I kind of got smart, er, <laughs> right? And I'm asking my sweater getters, if you will, um, to collect, but then pre-sort for me, um, making sure that they go through it. Like we don't give anything away that's stained or has holes. holes I mean, you should see some of the things we did come across but I, I see jeans in the online that yeah brand new for yeah 
three hundred dollars that have holes in them. I know. Yeah, you pay extra for the holes, but not in this not stuff. In the so sweater. We wanted them to have some dignity to. Well, yeah, there's this, a, there's a right? sense of pride. There is a sense of pride, and you know, I think the big thing is everybody's got a sweater in their closet that you haven't worn in, you know. Five ten, we love vintage. Uh, five ten, or you know, the last year. You're probably going to get a whole bunch because everybody gave gained that COVID yes. twenty five or thirty over I the last know. year. And I don't know what happened last year, but we are prepared. If we do hit that number again, we're extremely grateful for everybody donating and cleaning out their closets. Um, one of the fun things that happened last year that's going to happen again this year. Um, my neighborhood, uh, Hunt Meadow did a not so ugly sweater virtual run because it was COVID. I think they'll do Mm -hmm. it in person this time, but registration was actually um, a sweater. And so the, you know, all the kids. So we did get a lot of kids. um, St. Mary's elementary school collected probably I'm going to say 1500 kids things. Yeah. What is the need and what are you collecting? I mean, we, I obviously I, I did, I did my part. I brought he in did, just, and just it's brand new with a tag. One new sweater. I, just, I, just one, one sweater. sweater. Yes, thank you very uh, much. I didn't bring two. I just brought one. Right, because that's the rules. It <laughs> just, is the rules. Just one so, um, but I mean we're, that that double X sweater that I just brought in mm-hmm. is not going to fit no. little Timmy in first no. grade. Is the need for kids? You know, it's adults uh, or- it's amazing. So it, it runs the gamut. As a result of last year, we ended up partnering pretty strongly with Eastport Methodist Church. I have a strong connection growing up in Eastport, and my son went to Eastport Early That's Learning Center. That's the one for the firehouse, right? Exactly. And um, they have now been very gracious to give me storage space and space to sort in the basement. And I've kind of taken them under our wing. So when we did have extra, like we were out in the middle of February and March, still had our tables set up. And if we're outside, we can set you know, the mm-hmm. clothes out. I don't have a problem this year with that. You know, so they can shop. I don't think that COVID, I mean, I'm not a medical doctor, but I don't think it sticks to the clothing. You know, again, again, we talk about the need here in Anne Arundel County and Maryland and in the larger world in America. It's it's so great. And and I I go back to a conversation I had with uh, the gentleman that ran the Salvation Army several years ago. And this is one of my aha moments that opened my eyes. I said, I just happened to notice this guy rolled up in this year-old, maybe ninety to one hundred and twenty thousand dollars Benz. Went down into your basement food pantry and came out with a thing of thing. Like, yeah, what's, what's up the with deal that? with that? Right. Uh, and he said, you know, that's a very legitimate question. And we a we don't ask any questions. Uh, if you want to come in and you want to get food, you, you're, you're welcome to do it. Sure. And uh, and that's what a lot of the giving is based on in Anne Arundel County in it general. It really, truly is. And then he said, but I will expand on this and tell you, because I do know who you're talking about, and I do know what their situation is. They were a very well, we'll say a well-to-do family. They, were, they weren't struggling. It was a stay-at-home mom that hadn't been working. Father had a significant job and mm-hmm. lost it. Oh. And- it's temporary. I know, sure. I know that he's going to be getting. So this was all before COVID, and, right, and right, I think right, it may right. have been in the '08 recession or whatever. Mm-hmm. But he said, you know, he'll, they're, they're going to be fine in in the long run. But right now, they need a helping hand. At the end of the day, they're looking at their checkbook, saying, "Do we pay the mortgage?" Which right. is a you know, it, it is a nice house. It's sure. you know, but does that make sense based on the, a temporary situation? Sure, sure. And he said, so you know, it comes down to then, you know, do we? scrimp on the grocery bills and be able to pick up sure. 50 bucks worth of stuff at the pantry for three weeks right. a month. Right. 
So, and I have had a lot of experience, obviously I worked with the lighthouse shelter for I think 12 years and working out at the homeless shelter in Kalamazoo. And you really do get to see a whole different storyline, right? I mean, we live in this gorgeous city. We live on the Chesapeake Bay and, you know, you turn a corner and you just, you see people in need. So if I can help somebody or make somebody's winter warmer with just one sweater, we're going to do it. I've seen kids show up in February, snow's on the ground, we're all freezing cold, and three little girls came up to the table and they literally were in Crocs with no socks, pants that didn't fit them, and yeah. they needed they needed coats. So we do say no coats, please, only because I was running out of room. We had 1,500 coats last year. And I encourage everybody to donate those to Admiral Cleaners because they do a call for coats and they clean them and they can get them to the right okay. spot. And there's some other organizations that we give coats to. Well, I would also think with sweaters and fleeces and hoodies and stuff like that, it's- you can also layer Yes, as, as well. exactly. So that's, exactly. Uh, exactly. You know, and, and you'd mentioned the lighthouse and yep. we, we spoke with Joanne Matson not too long ago. And One she's, of my favorite people. She's well, she's wonderful. But Lisa and I have done breakfast on Christmas yes. morning for uh, not the last. Have we been off two years? We've been off two years. No, One we year. Did, we did 19. We yeah. did 19. We did that 19 was before COVID. right 20 before was COVID. Off. 21. Yes. Yeah, is coming up. Correct. So we'll right. see what happens. But right. this was something I was that, thinking about that actually this week thinking because I've realized yeah. like there's not much time before the holidays and whether we'll be able to get back in there. I hope well, fingers crossed that we are because it is such a thing. And, and I will credit that um, serving breakfast to the residents of the lighthouse on Christmas morning. Uh, there's gifts and it's yeah. it's as celebratory as you possibly right. can be given the situation. Yeah. How long have you been part and, of our Christmas breakfast oh, I don't group? Know, probably 10 years yeah. or so. I mean, my, my kids are all flown and grown at this yes. point and they, they like, Hey, are we doing this? Right. Okay. I mean, before it was like, let's get in and tear into the gifts when they were sure. little. Now it's like, yeah, well we can wait for that. So I started that. Let's um, go do it. I went back about probably 12 years ago. Uh, my son is born on Christmas day. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, you know, what a great thing before you do get into ripping things open and whatnot, let's go give back first. And he still comes home, you know, even though he's married yeah. with a baby and yes, right. I'm a grandmother. Um, he still comes home for it. And it, it means a lot to our family. Well, just a, a story out of that Christmas morning that has stuck with me. And I'll, I'll say my middle child, my daughter, she, uh, works as an investigator with Child Protective Services for the state of North Carolina. That's She's wonderful. currently doing human trafficking and sex crimes, which is sort of a bizarre Awful. thing. But I never would have pictured her in that career as as a kid. I mean, I, I didn't know where she was going, but that would have been the last thing I would have ever pictured her doing. Uh, one Christmas morning at the lighthouse, she's slinging hash uh, <laughs> or potatoes from Stan and Joe's, which always makes oh it great. Oh my gosh, so good. You know, and, and, you know, it's like... And you and you do get into a habit. It's like Merry Christmas. How are, you know? Right, you know right, right. Do you want potatoes? And, right. and you're not really looking at so. So she's. Well, sleep. wait. Before you go any further, John is the sausage king. Just sausage king just of, need to clarify. Sausage king of Hudson Street. Absolutely. The sausage king of Hudson Street, <laughs> and the, he has an apron to prove it. I did get into words with that one woman one year when she tried to horn in on my sausage. Yes. I told her to buzz off. Yes. And she's like, well. Well, <laughs> was, I'll just move over here to fruit it's salad. Right, it's, it's, right, it's right. Go and do some of yeah, this. Yeah, do is, something this, else. This, 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 is, this is the man's He's realm over here with the sausage. He's very territorial on his sausages. Yes. <laughs> but Victoria slammed uh, you know, some potatoes onto a plate, handed it over the counter, and looked up and was face-to-face with a classmate in high school. Oh, wow. 
And, wow, that's really that's and, powerful. And the look on her face and her classmates. How come face I'm just hearing this story? Was uh, yeah, it gives it was me just chills. like you know, pardon pardon the language, but like oh shit, yeah. And then it's like, what are you doing here? And the other one's going, what are you, what are you doing, doing here? here? And right, they, they didn't right. have this. It was just like this look in the eyes. And we talked about it that morning when we got home. And she said, what was, what, what was the deal? I said, I, I don't know what the deal is. I said, but as a young kid, I mean, we don't expose our kids to no. some of the stuff. But we try to protect them and raise right. them in the bubbles and stuff right. like that. And I said, there are so many people, uh, and, and I will include myself among this, that are just you know maybe one, two, or three paychecks, paychecks away. away. Right. From being in that line Correct. on Christmas morning. Right. And, and and that's one thing too. Eastport Methodist Church, they do a pantry on the third Thursday of every month. And they do go up to the food bank. Yes, my husband now is, he's like, I, I never even knew what the word philanthropy meant. But, you know, um, but he goes with the guys and they get the food from the food pantry. But they call that the lot for love, like the parking lot for yeah. love. And nobody's turned away. Yeah. Right? And, but- and, and we've been able to, because we've... I don't know. My brother always says, oh, you're the connector of the dots. But we've brought in Ethan's buddies, my friend Lynn from high school, who now does a market there. And she's a huge sweater getter up in our Broadneck uh, Arnold area. And what I love to do, and Sven from uh, Storm Brothers, he brings 40 dozen eggs every month for us. And Dangerously Delicious Pies brings hundreds of pies. And, you know, and right, let's talk about it, Sven for a little bit, okay? Yeah. He, 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 he's, he, he is like the downtown business curmudgeon. Yeah. Um, He's going to kill there, you for talking There is a him. guy that if you were to take his heart out of his body, there's no way in hell it would even fit in his store because he's got no such kidding. a big heart. So uh, you know about his deal with going to South America? No. Oh, yeah, no. See, he goes down to Honduras all the time and he feeds people. And then he's got this farm on the eastern shore and he's got these, you know, like he's just he's he's amazing. There, There's a guy that does the philanthropy. I mean, he's not looking for the big no. check presentation. Everything no. else. And, and he has paid for significant portions of dozens of his employees yes. that have gone through there to go yes. to college when yep. they're having. T- and yeah, that's the kind of philanthropy that I love to see. Somebody yes. that's just doing it very quietly. Right. It's, uh, and that's the thing with with Jim and I, like we didn't want to do this for like exposure or marketing tool. Sometimes people do that. You know, it's like, Oh, this was just because we realized there's a need. It's an easy way to give back. Right. And, and really make a difference with, with these people. And now I know them all. And like one, like I'll go be going through a bag and I'm like, Oh wait, Sam from Eastport Methodist, that would fit him. And that would look really good on him. So I'll bag it up for him and give it to him. So like, and again, you know, and I don't think there's anything wrong with doing it for, you know, so we'll say some marketing or promotional things. Right. I mean, but as long as it, the the reason that you're doing it is right. for the right reason, right. not for self-promotion. Self-promotion. Uh, if, if you get it out of there. And you threw a term out there, sweater getter. You should really make like polos. I have sweater. For your people to say, sweater. I'm a sweater getter or I something know. like that. That's a, I know. that's a great little. Thanks. So it's trademarked. No, just kidding. Um, I do have shirts that say just one sweater. Well, but you, and your background is marketing too. My you, background is, well, yes. The giving back portion of my world started at a very young age because my mom was the development director for Chesapeake, uh, Hospice Chesapeake, Hospice of the Chesapeake for like 15 years. So I was brought in at a very young age and she did the marketing for the seafood festival, which started as like a chili cook-off in right, this, at, well, even at O'Leary's before that. Okay. Like, 
yeah, she's, so she's, we're four generations from Annapolis, been around a long time. So I was brought into that whole giving back feeling like that you should give back if you can, even though we always complain, it's like, oh no, not another gala. Like what, I have to fold 300 napkins, how? Right. right. So we started at a, a very young age of, of learning that there are people in need and wanting to give back. Okay, and, and your company is Latitude 38. Latitude 38. Not so, to be confused with the restaurant on City Dock. No, but, thanks, restaurant but over thanks, on the for, thanks for checking in. <laughs> what, can we clarify that? It's L apostrophe attitude 38 degrees okay. is my company. Um, I, my, I went from, uh, my mom had a PR agency here in town, Prendergast and Associates. So when I got out of college, it was natural that I would go to work for her. Well, don't work for family members, people. Um, I love my mom to death. And we used to fight like cats and dogs. Well, the funny story was one day she's like, I said, you know, I can't do this anymore. I quit. And she's like, you're fired. I was like, you can't fire me. You're my mom. Like, so I went on to, at the time we were buying cable advertising for our medical clients that we were working with. And I ended up going into selling cable, stayed in the industry for 25 years. And it was, it was great. I, uh, TV advertising, sales and marketing. And then in 2009, I had sold my soul to corporate for long enough. And I was very grateful to have been able to provide for my son and Mm -hmm. whatnot. And I was like, I'm going to do this on my own. And so fast forward, here we are, Latitude 38. And, you know, we do a lot of strategic marketing. Uh, We do it all. But um, and then a wonderful collaboration with Rigo Productions to tie in video, social media and whatnot. Well, for those those who aren't familiar with Rigo Productions, uh, (laughs) if when the tornado blew through here oh my and, gosh. and we had some drone footage, uh, Tori yes. Rigo is the one that sent it so, and he said, here, use that. Yeah, that was a really crazy day. So we had a pre-production planning meeting for the Maryland Board of Realtors live stream, huge event we were getting ready to do that week. And we had our Rigo team. We had our AV team, Chesapeake AV, Les. I don't know if you know Les, but he's a great guy. So he's there. They We finish up at 2. It's two o'clock that day. They go to Chris's charcoal pit to go get lunch. We're here. All of a sudden, phones are going off. There's a tornado warning, tornado warning. Les decides to get his sandwich to go. So he leaves. He didn't even realize that Chris's was 24 minutes later was gone. We all run outside with our cell phones, even though it says shelter in place. (laughs) What does a video production company do? We all run outside. And Tori grabs the drone, which... I thought was going to get lost. I like it, he couldn't land it. And I, and then I have video of Tori going, Tori, what do you do when your phone goes off and says shelter in place? It's like, we get the drone out. <laughs> <laughs> See, how bad. See how bad it is. Small and, price but to it's pay. Not, I, it's amazing. That was crazy. But, um, but anyway, they're very supportive of my, uh, just one sweater as well. Um, we have a bin here. We have, about 20 points of distri- of uh, collection right now. Well, so I'm sweater at, getters, yes. I'm looking at a flyer here. And again, yeah. you're not at this point as a non-501c3. You're yeah. not looking for... Is there like a thing I can sign up for to be a non-501c3? Yeah, that'd be great. You are. It's a hashtag. I will hashtag. tell you that um, Christy Needhart and the Howard County Board of Realtors were both very generous last year to help pay for some storage mm-hmm. um, because it does get expensive when you have to, you know, bag everything and 
Grouse did give me a great rate on sure. paper bags. But 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 for right now, to help out Just One Sweater, you're not looking for somebody to write a big check because oh. um, you wouldn't know what to do with it. And it wouldn't be tax deductible, so and all that kind of stuff. Right. But, so you are but looking for literally no, just one sweater. Just one sweater. So and, and I will tell you that um, people have been very generous with... I've already started running around and picking stuff up. Sherwood, Sherwood Forest location. Um, I have to well, go. I'm, pick looking, up. I'm looking here the the list, and, and I know this does grow as the it season does, goes it, on. Right. So uh, new this year, which is really exciting, is Annapolis Subaru, Volvo um, Cars, Annapolis, and Annapolis Hyundai. They're all collecting. They're new this year. Um, Spring Arbor of Severna Park is new, and then Riva Sherwood Forest. Arundel on the Bay, Bubby's Closet is a friend of mine, and she is a legit 501c3. She collects, in honor of her mom, um, children's and mom's uh, items. So she's collecting. Germantown is new. Um, And then uh, the list is growing. The list is growing. And the best place to learn more about this is on Facebook. It is. I don't have... um, a website. Can you believe it? I make websites for clients and I haven't even made myself yeah, one. We'll figure, we'll figure it. It's one of those doctor heal thyself thing. Yeah. You're like, I don't, I just don't have the time. Not yeah, no, no. Time. And this is very simple. Um, you know, it you is. can, you can, just I really don't just- want to complicate it and make it into like this, you know, I'm, I'm kind of at that fork right now. As my brother said, do it for a couple of years. See if you really want to turn it into a 501c3 because he's worried about how much time I spend on it and all this other stuff. You've, and, you've got some more complications with that, too. You this, do. This, this is very simple. It is very give, simple. Give it to me and I'll give it away. And if you <laughs> if you do want to be a sweater getter, I this year I um, bought these cool cardboard boxes and you can just put it out in your business. I do provide plastic bins um, with a sign on it for your front porch. I uh, just did a pickup in Riva on Thursday. And I mean, it was 10 bags already. And so this year I got smart. I said, sweater getters have to sort for me. And they were all sorted and labeled. I was like, oh my gosh, this is the first. Like I was so happy. Right. Sure. Right. Um, because sorting takes a long time. And we did end up with a lot of baby clothes last year. So that kind of was in its separate pile. Um, and, and they're great too. So we took those to Chrysalis house last right. year. Right. So we will find people that need them um, if you give them to us too. Fantastic. Well, again, Facebook is where you want to go. You can just yeah. search Just One Sweater. And yep. the real name is that hashtag Just One Sweater. It's all one word. There's no spaces in there. Right. That's the that's the branding marketing aspect of yes. Lisa that's coming yes. out there. There is a list of all the different places that you can donate. And again, it's it's not, not a big thing. You just roll up, drop it off, and take off. Right. And if you do decide that you have like a lot, like I had a gentleman last year whose wife had passed away and he, she handmade, I'm telling you, he must've donated 200 handmade sweaters and his wife had just passed away. And he's like, I wanted to sell them or consign them, but I saw your, your flyer and would you come and pick them up? And we will come pick up. So Yeah. Yeah. yeah, not a problem there. Well, when can we donate? Now, so now, because uh, I just dropped one off. Yes, there. you did. Thank you very much <laughs> with the tag. I love it. Now through. So our issue last year was that we didn't cut it off. I was like so excited. Like they just kept coming, coming, coming. My husband's like, 
is there a cutoff date? Yeah. And I was like, mm, they're not really, but this year we're going to try to um, collect through mid November. I'd probably say end of November so that we can get these out. Now I already have some that will be, we're starting to distribute because it's starting to get colder. So the, I'm not a hoarder. Right. Well, I'm not a sweater hoarder. You can we'll talk, we'll talk to your husband on yeah, that talk a little to bit him later, about that. A- I am not a hoarder, <laughs> but I do have my son's like little baby clothes. Right. So, right. Okay. Maybe a little harder. Um, so yeah, now through November, I would say, so that we can get them out for the holiday season. It's starting to get cold um, and just making somebody's winter warmer. Well, if if nothing else, the folks that are listening to this, just think about those that have something a little bit less than what you right, may have. Right. And everybody has a sweater that is too big for them or in like my closet too small for me. Or you don't wear it anymore. You don't wear it anymore. Uh, Hoodies, fleeces, those all are are great things. And it will go so far to keep the folks that are are housing insecure uh, or just, you know, financially insecure at this point. Because, I mean, we are living in really challenging times. Uh, You know, just make their winter a little bit better. And And we really appreciate it. I mean, we really do. Facebook, just one sweater is where you want to go. Lisa Sabrowski. Lisa Lutz. Lisa Lutz. It's just, no, drop it's, the Sabrowski. It's Lisa Lutz. But okay. on my flyer, I haven't changed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, although on the flyer, it does say Sabrowski. Okay, so, okay. so yes, it's Lisa Lutz, but uh, it, it's I'm transitioning, if you will. I guess it's tough to go from like a 12-letter last name to a four-letter last name. Yeah, it's so been, it's, yes. <laughs> But Lisa, let's, that's it. <laughs> but thank you very much. And if you've got any questions, you can email her at L38marketing, which is that L attitude. It's not the restaurant. But thanks for checking in and letting me it's, know that the craft soup's good. <laughs> <laughs> um, but L38marketing at gmail.com is an email address. Uh, you can download the flyer off of the Facebook page as sure. well. I'll change it to Lisa Lutz, though, before, oh, as soon as we leave here. Go through the closets, um, throw a sweater into the back of your car, in the front of your car, in your trunk of your car. And next time you're around anywhere in Annapolis, Arnold, Edgewater, Odenton, Severna Park, Reba, it's, it's all over the county. Drop it off. Uh, and and also let us know if you know somebody that's in need. You know, if there's an organization that you partner with or a church that does a pantry, we're happy to share the sweaters. Hey, we can drop off. Yep. If you tell me 50, somebody called last year and Mount Zion needed 50 men's large sweaters. We're happy to do that. Fantastic. Thanks, right, John. We'll, we'll close it out with just uh, three words. Just one sweater. Just one sweater. This has been a bonus podcast from Ion Annapolis. Please visit us at ionannapolis.net. Follow us on Facebook at All Annapolis and on Twitter at Ion Annapolis. And if you haven't subscribed to the Daily News Brief podcast, go for it. And all of your local news will be delivered to your phone, tablet, or smart device by 6 a.m. every Monday through Friday. 